Hello and welcome to Cancer Crap, the real life experiences of cancer. There'll be tips, advice and general crap to help us all cope with this horrible disease. On this week's episode, telling your seven-year-old daughter you have cancer. Now obviously this is specific to me, but something that people are going to go through that's going to be very similar um, if you have cancer and you have children. Uh, making that decision of when to tell them. Um, I myself have always been really positive with my diagnosis. So how could I tell my daughter that I'm potentially dying when I don't believe it myself? At the time she was three years old and I felt that she was too young um, to understand. And um, four years down the line, I am still here, still strong, um, but she's seven years old and she needed telling. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experience with that, what I did, um, how she reacted, and how the family coped, and, and how it's been an ongoing process since then. So, let's give it a go, telling children that you've got cancer. I think it's a really good idea for me to, to start this off by saying obviously these thoughts went through my head when I was first diagnosed this that was four years ago my daughter was three years old I was in a mess not just to red wine there was you know I was of course it's a really upsetting time and you just think what what am I going to tell what am I going to tell my daughter what how is she going to cope with this um and as as time went on, for for our reasons, uh, we decided not to tell her. And uh, I'm not qualified to say whether a three-year-old can understand it and whether that's the right time to tell somebody. Um, I think it also, it the situation changes if they've got older or younger siblings as well. Um, lots of things are going to come into play with your family or your loved one's family. Um, so we decided not to tell her. And time went on. I went through various treatments i had chemotherapy so she knew that i was having medicine to begin with and then she soon picked up on the uh on the, the word chemo it's amazing how much they do pick up on um then i had, had operations and i told her that i had something growing inside of me and without it being removed i would have been very poorly so she saw saw my recovery through that um, I even did some crowdfunding um, for some Sabre, so basically targeted radiotherapy on my lung nodules. And uh, I'm in a band. Uh, check out Corey Walker on Spotify. Get, get all those royalties rolling in. So we did a, a fundraising gig, and she was there for that as well. So there's a, a good 100 people in that room who were supporting me. And, um, and yeah, all because... I was ill but at this time she still doesn't really know what cancer is and the implications of it um, and as I say everybody's going to have to make their own decision about this and when you're going to tell your children um, and mine the, the catalyst for me was going to see my oncologist and talking about chemo is after a scan and the, the chemo's not working this is quite recent for me it's not working as it as it should generally it's growing on chemo. So we're looking at other treatment options now. Um, but it bore into the fact that, yes, it's okay to be positive, but it's about time that we told my daughter um, 
because this is going to get talked about. It's just not fair. She's getting too old for it. Um, and also, selfishly, for my own mental health, um, it's my oncologist again who picked up on this. He said, you know, it's on your... M- <laughs> Back again. I thought it was easy. So the first thing that I did is I just sat down with my wife and thought, what am I going to say? Is it the right time? And we said it was. Um, and then made some notes. And then I thought, you know what? You just can't. I, I'm one of those people, like many men, think I know it all. And uh, I thought for this occasion, I can't get this wrong. So my only advice really is if you are thinking about doing this is to ring the professionals so i rang uh, mcmillan on the way home from the hospital didn't mess around and they sent me a number of leaflets of uh telling your children that you've got cancer and then ones with uh, like a terminal illness as well um and so then you I could use my notes to uh to kind of cross reference and make sure i get this right and one thing that I hadn't thought about was checking the understanding as well. Checking that your your children understand what's going on. So uh so yeah, and so this is the the way that I did it. So I thought about when am I gonna do it? I'm gonna do it at the weekend. It was a Friday anyway, so I thought, right, I'm gonna do it this weekend. Um, not, you know, when they're gonna go to school the next day or a party. So uh I want him want him to wanting my daughter to be able to process it. So the structure went a bit like this. So I said, what What do you know about Daddy being ill? And I can't imagine she was very forthcoming when she said that. So, you know, I said that I've got something called cancer um, and I may not live as long as I should. Notice the, the way that I use the, the words there because I, I don't think that anyone should, you know, accept their diagnosis, prognosis. You've got to you've got to be in for the fight. So I can't tell my daughter, yeah, looks like I'm gonna die. I was given sixteen months, so I'm here four years later. So why why um why tell her or panic her when I don't believe that myself, okay? So whether I'm deluded, I've got to I've got to be honest with her and say, Yeah, maybe I could die sooner than than I than I sh- I should do. Her reaction after that um, I said that mummy and daddy had been at hospital and we were crying and she come out with, well, I'm not going to cry. I'm strong, I am. I'm like, well, you don't you don't have to be strong, you know. It's it's okay to cry, but she didn't really have much of that. Um, if I told her she wasn't having pudding, she'd have been in tears. But tell her your dad's got cancer and he might die sooner. Hmm. She went out on the trampoline. Uh, so can I play on the trampoline now? Yeah, so, you know, she went out on the trampoline, watched a bit of TV, um, and that's how it went initially. And there's me thinking I'm going to have this conversation that's going to be quite upsetting or life-changing. And I felt like it kind of went okay, but it didn't really go anywhere. So um, the next day, I decided to ask her, you know... um, you know, yesterday I told you that I've got cancer and I might not live as long. Um, what what did you do? You understand about that? And she just turned around and said, "Well, I didn't understand any of it really." Um, so yes, she's a switched on girl as well. She's not. Um, she's got a brain between her ears. Shall I say that anyway? And she said she didn't understand it. Now whether she did understand it and just doesn't really want to 
talk about it or get get it out there in the open i don't know but that then left me with um the situation now that um it's ongoing i mean this is only i don't know four or six weeks ago eight weeks actually it's been eight weeks um since we started doing this that i've now got to keep what do i do now because the leaflets didn't really cover this part i've got to keep drip feeding the information but i don't want to every weekend go oh uh, um daughter um i'm not giving my daughter's name out that's why it sounds a bit clunky when i said that um you do you know um you know dad's got cancer don't you you know you know do you remember that yeah this weekend because i don't want her to forget it but i don't want every weekend to be about mm, you know i might die don't you so that le- that's where we are at the minute but i think that what i'm trying to do is if cancer's ever mentioned or i've got a hospital appointment i just i'm just honest with her i tell her what it's for i um if I've got any change, I mean, I've just added one of those glucose monitors that you can just scan with your mobile phone. Got one of those for a couple of weeks, and she's like, what's that on your arm? So I just told her exactly what it is, because it's got nothing, well, it's got to do with the fact that I'm trying to keep my blood sugar low. But she might panic about that, so I make sure that I do tell her about about everything that's going on to the, the largest extent that I can do. Um, so it is difficult. Um, and that's where I am with it. My advice is have a little plan, uh, write things down what you are going to say and discuss with people whether it's the right thing or not. But at the end of the day, it's your decision. There will be some people who decide and tell you, look, no, you don't want to do that. It's um, That's a bad idea. Um, but from what I can see, I think that generally the sooner you tell your kids, the better. I know that I can't really talk because it took me four years. But generally, I think that's the, that's the way forward because kids can be uh, effective badly if the worst happens and they know nothing about it, really. So I think that's the best way to tell them as soon as they can. But obviously, it's got to be on your terms and ask advice. But at the end of the day, it's your family and you've got to make those adjustments. I still believe that telling a three-year-old was far too early and almost bordering on pointless. Um and I'm happy with how it's gone now at the age of seven when she can make a little more sense of it. So ask around and then ring the professionals. Say Macmillan was my choice. I'm sure there are plenty other charities and groups that can help you um, with that. If your daughter, um, or what's the opposite of a daughter? It's gone out of my mind. Um, Son, there you go. Crikey, this has been a funny old podcast, hasn't it? Um, or anything like my daughter. I think that, you know, once you tell them, in a way, you know, their reaction, their smiles, their funny ways, it might make the process a little bit easier for you in the end. Um, for me, as I say on a selfish or personal level, also telling my daughter it was it was kind of a weight off my mind. It's one less thing for me to worry about. Plenty of other stuff to worry about, but one less thing. So that, so that helped. Um, it's a short one this week, so good luck with it. If you have to do it, um, you'll be fine. Um, and then one thing that I need to mention really is um, once about three years ago, I saw a lady called Sophie Savage at a, a cancer festival, believe it or not, it's called True Feels. And Sophie Savage, um, she's passed away now, but just over a year ago, but she wrote a book called The Cancer Whisperer. And it doesn't 
specifically uh, cover telling children. But when I saw her do a talk at this festival, she talked about telling her children. And she said to them, look, you know, I have got cancer and I will live a shorter life, but I'm not going to die now. It's not happening now. At the minute, I'm living with cancer. And if that changes, I'll tell you. And for me, that really stuck that, you know, we are living now. We're not we're not dying now. So for me, your children don't need to be told that we're we're dying. We They need to be told when the time comes. But in that meantime, let's all live the best life that we can in our families. So I think that's good that we keep that nice and short this week. Uh, lots to think about, as I say. Get on Macmillan, get um, on any other charity or support that you've got with that. I hope my ramblings are of, uh, of some help and um, join me on the next podcast. Um, make sure you do press the follow button uh, so you can keep up to date with all the podcasts. Have a great week. Enjoy life and I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.